a race against time. Bro, you've got until the end of this year. Man, I gotta record another podcast episode. A struggle within himself. I don't wanna do it, but I oughta do it. Too tired. But I wanna. I don't wanna. It's not the procrastinator's way. Do it. One man will finally decide to do it. Today's the day I'm gonna record another podcast episode. One man will have the guts to talk about his opinions. I just don't like it. I just really don't like it. I really don't like it. I'm really not a fan. One man will edit an hour-long recording down to 20 minutes. <gasps> Why did I talk this long saying basically the same thing over and over again? One man will write a description that may or may not be better than the actual episode. This episode didn't deliver on my, no, our expectations. Wait, how do you spell expectations? Restarting the Auto Hair Podcast, a documentary coming February 29th, 20. 23. It's Jimmy being saved from death from Wonderworld. I'm sorry, that was a little that, that sounded weird. <laughs> anyway, um, Jimmy escaping death. That was at the hands of Wonderworld. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Oughta Hear Podcast, a podcast that you ought to hear, allegedly. I'm Gabe Coates, your host for today's show, and today's show will feature an exclusive, a review of someone to watch over me. Well, actually, I don't really know if it's exclusive, I just haven't seen it being reviewed by anybody else, so that's why I'm claiming it's an exclusive. I'm really excited to get back into podcasting. It feels really great, podcasting after... A year? Seriously, Gabe? Yes. So, uh, let's focus on the positive. Uh, no, not the negative. Let's just focus on the positive. I am back. I am recording another episode. Again. Uh, sorry if my voice is a little dry. I'm recording this early in the morning, and I'm trying to make sure nobody else is annoyed. If they are, they'll let me know. So, probably have noticed by now that nobody is talking to me. No, Gentry is not being really quiet. He isn't here. No, we are still friends. We did not like how this, you know, band breakup or anything like that. I am recording by myself, and I'm going to be doing that probably for the foreseeable future. But if you want to save this podcast, uh, email me at gearballs.ideas at gmail.com. Uh, you have to email me because raisins. Don't forget to, when you're, if you're on Apple Music, sorry, Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a review. Five stars, preferably, because one guy didn't, and uh, we'll, we'll work on him. Now, if you don't have Apple Podcasts, what you can do is you can email me at, again, gabriels.ideas at gmail.com. No apostrophe. 
Uh, if you want me to read your email on the show, uh, I'll get your permission, of course. But you can leave reviews that way. So if you have something like Spotify or Google Podcasts, you can leave me a review there. Well, by email. Um, so I, I know I have said in the past I'm not doing any sponsors. But uh, Anchor, I want to thank Anchor for getting me this really great affiliate link to this amazing company that's doing great stuff. I'm getting money now, and no, it's not another Audible advertisement. It's something even better. I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, it's your friends from Novacom. Has your child been struggling with school lately? Have their grades suffered since quarantine lockdown? We understand how hard it can be for your child to become all they can be when we're still struggling to get back to normal. That's why we created a device to not only help your child learn, but also make learning fun. The Nova Box by Novacom is super easy to use. Just attach the VR helmet to your silver box, grab the handheld controller, tune in to your favorite Novacom channel, and watch your kids flourish in learning. Learn more, work more, play more. It's easy. The Nova Box by Novacom. And now, without further delay, except what I'm going to say next, um, let's begin discussing episode 144, Someone to Watch Over Me. This episode was written and directed by Phil Lawler. Sound design was performed by its producer, David Arnold. Music by John Campbell, as usual. Our cast includes David Griffin as Jimmy Barkley. Who else? Uh, Charles Knox Robinson as Nagel. Hal Smith as Grimm and all of his different roles. See, it's funny to me how Mr. Whitaker is playing the villain. Like the most trusted individual is playing death. Mr. Whitaker... What did you do to scare Jimmy Barkley for life? George Barkley was played by uh, Chuck Bolte. Bob Luttrell plays the young skipper in the first scene, I believe. And Phil Lawler, uh, seaman. I could have that backwards, but that's what uh, AIO Wiki said. Of course, you always trust Wikipedia. And Dave Arnold and his wife, um, Jana Arnold, played the computer at the end which is a very interesting way to get a computer voice across and it all, and it does work. You know, has the has of course the main voice which is the female and then you have a deeper voice that's Dave Arnold. So, anyway, so overall, I was truly blown away. When I re-listened to this episode, the very beginning of it is so gripping. It doesn't even begin with the and now Adventures in Odyssey. It it begins with what Jimmy Barkley thinks is his the sister stereo. In fact, it is. She brought it to the hospital with her. I think this is an all-time classic Odyssey episode. The adventure that we get in this episode is all that we would enjoy from Adventures in Odyssey. In fact, all the things here is stuff that young boys wanted to be when they grew up. You know, ask any kid what they want to be. And they want to be, you know, James. I want to be James Bond. Or I want to be Captain Kirk and go to Star Trek. Or Luke Skywalker, or 
or I want to be a pilot fighting Nazis, or, you know, I want to fight pirates. There are some, uh, there are some key points in the writing that I want to call to attention to. Yes, I know, I just ended a sentence with a preposition, but forgive me. One, as most of you guys probably know, but in case you don't, I'm going to say it anyway. Nagel, relay the first and second letter, and rearrange the last and second to last letter, and it spells angel. So Nagel is his guardian angel. That's cool. Very clever, Phil Waller. Very clever. Well, what was, and then Grimm being deaf, like, doesn't have to be that complicated, you know? Uh, and also, I didn't catch this until now, and then after re-listening over and over and over again, I'm like, you, you, why didn't you catch this before? <laughs> In every adventure, Jimmy, as he's playing make-believe, then falls. He could be doing any one of these adventures. This entire episode is entirely fitted around the imagination of a young boy, which I think is truly genius. It relates what kids love about Odyssey and also adds in a deeper spiritual aspect to it, which is amazing. And this episode was originally going to be um, Twilight Zone. I'm glad it went to Odyssey instead because this is a ma an amazing episode and because I would have known in my mind it wasn't original. It's exactly how I feel about the video series episode, which is Okay. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna get into this. Uh, it's technically the ep same episode, uh, except we're just, it's the video series stars Dylan, and then they remove the pirates part completely, and they have an alligator section at the very beginning. And what I think is a little bit dumb. So Dylan is in the imagination station. It glitches. He um, forgets his backpack inside. Eugene's about to you know, electrocuted, I guess, I don't know, and then Dylan steps in, gets shocked, and then falls at the floor, and he goes unconscious, okay, fine, that works, but it removes the mystery of the original episode, where the original episode, you didn't know at all what was going on, if it had been Jimmy Barkley, I might have cared more, of course, it would have been a complete copy, but Dylan is not Jimmy Barkley. Jimmy Barkley was the first thing we hear him do. We hear him going on vacation and playing with kids. And yeah, he's an annoying brother, but he gets along at least with his sister for, you know, for five minutes. That's very relatable. What's the first thing we see Dylan do? Him and his sister are looking over our toy catalog and they're like, mine, 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 mine. And then Dylan grabs the magazine and says, No, it's all mine. <laughs> and I'm supposed to like like this character. So, I do not care about Dylan. I don't care about what happens to this kid. This kid could go. Wouldn't bother me. Jimmy? And maybe it's because I've listened to more Jimmy. I've known the character of Jimmy a lot longer than I have Dylan, but... I don't care about this character, and I want to know if how you feel about the video series. If you, uh, uh, you know, having grown up on it, and somebody tell me again, Garbo's out ideas and gmail.com, no apostrophe. And then the other thing too about this is that so the fact that it's in the imagination station. The other problem with it is that before 
you can't blame um, Digger Digwell for not building a better treehouse because he's a kid. Eugene, on the other hand, in the video series, did start the Imagination Station without looking. And <laughs> so he's to blame for Dylan being in this coma. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, Eugene is to blame. I don't like that because I think it ruins it. Also, the video series version of Grimm, yeah, not cool. I will take him in the audio series anytime. So, so begin with the episode with going to the Flying Fortress. Hold on. Fortress in the air. Another word for fortress is a house. A house in the air. A tree house. Oh, come on. Flying the coastal route. Trying to keep over from Grimstaw's territory. Which, yes, that is logical. Yes, short, shortest distance between any two places is a straight line. But the engines are going to fail. It's best to not do it when you're probably going to blow up in the air. And Jimmy's actions are illogical. But Jimmy does it anyway. We get some great action between Grimshaw's gunners and the plane. Some thoughts on David Griffin's voice work. I'm going to be honest. Uh, his acting's a little scripted. He's a random kid in California. I get that. He was anyway. Now he's Jimmy Barkley. But David Griffin does sound a little, again, a little scripted. After they get the engine back up and running, which Nagel solves it. Nagel's his guardian angel. Remember? They get service air transmission from Grimstaw, which does sound German. I could believe that. And he says, I want you, Barkley. And then Jimmy just makes a noble sacrifice, so he thinks, and jumps down from the airplane. Nagel cries, wait, there's something I have to tell you. But he didn't get it in time. See, I thought Nagel was an angel, so couldn't he fly? Couldn't he fly down and just and, and catch Jimmy Barkley and be like, Dude, you're not in the Imagination Station, and you can't fall. Let's get back up to the Wonder World, the Flying Fortress, get you home. I have a question for you. What if I told you that Grimm is neither wrong nor right? What if he's completely neutral and just wants to take Jimmy with him? After all, Grimm could be an instrument of God. And of course, you know, this is, again, a child's play imagination, so somebody has to be the villain. Sorry, Grimm. We all like you. But uh, you're going to have to be the villain. He wants Jimmy because that's his job. His job is to collect Jimmy and then take him to heaven. If he's saved, he's going to go to heaven. But, of course, Nagel interferes because it's not God's will for him to go to heaven yet. That's what I think. I think he's neutral. I'm going to leave it there. Y'all tell me. Again, Diaz at gmail.com. No apostrophe. So then we go straight into James Bond, which I love the James Bond spy music. It's amazing. Jimmy is 014. I was hoping he'd cross over into Wonder World. Uh, another episode that I think is honestly a, a spiritual successor to this. Anyway, I thought it'd be nice if the Agent 014 crossed over into the Wonder World episode. But nope. There, he's just TH-1138. Wait a minute. So then Grimstone's blockade stops them. He's got dogs and everything. It easily imagine this being in Russia or in Siberia. So um, maybe that's because of the video series. Then Jimmy and Nagel have to jump and jump into the water. Nagel helps Jimmy get to a driftwood. And then we go straight into 1600 where he is saved by the, the SS Wonder. They're taking him home. 
again. It's then where Jimmy gets bored of being in the same adventure over and over and over and over. And he wants out. Get me out! That's exactly what every junior camper and crusader camper and senior camper does whenever we're locked in the cafeteria and we're like, let us out! And we don't think to go out the back door. Huh. Anyway, but here is where the twist of the episode begins. Miss Rigger can't get you out. You aren't in the imagination station. Grimbeard is attacking and so they can't talk about it right there, but they're going to and everybody is getting everybody together. Nagel says, make sabers ready. Grimbeard ports the ship and Nagel says, there's going to be safety down below. So Jimmy finally you know, listens, goes down, spirals down down and then he steps into 2075 i don't know i don't know when this is it's star trek slash star wars nagel evades grim by making them seem helpless and when he swoops by to attack they launch surprise attack and stop him interesting they seem helpless like having fallen from like a treehouse now we get to the actual last scene which I think is probably one of the best scenes of the episode. It's an explanation for the entire episode and why it exists and why it matters. Nagel reveals all. He reveals how the four adventures he, that Jimmy Barclay experienced, the reason why they were all similar was because they were all representing something that was happening in real life. Like Grim wanted to take Jimmy, wanted to take him to death, but Nagel was sent to protect Jimmy because God has other plans for Jimmy. And again, that's why I think Wonder World is a spiritual successor to this, because it's where Jimmy Barkley begins to help Lawrence. I'm not saying that's his purpose in life, is to help Lawrence, but that's one of the things that God wanted to do for Jimmy. Part of Jimmy's purpose as well is to minister to the kids at Pokenberry Falls. And of course, you know, this is of course, you know, we can't get rid of, rid of our main kid character. So then Jimmy wakes up, he's talking to his dad, and it's great. You can see teary-eyed joy. And Chuck Bolte's voice. The final line of the episode. Jimmy says, When I get better, have I got a story to tell you. In conclusion, this episode blows me away every time I listen. Its first moments are unlike any other Odyssey episode. It presents a story that's exciting and then becomes thought-provoking. It reminds us about the truth that our Heavenly Father watches us. As of verse that Chris quotes says a child's angels see the father I think it's so beautiful because if God cared about a small child that has done nothing for the world has not preached has not taught a Bible study has not done anything and they may be rude to their parents but God still loves them how much more do you not go unnoticed by God. This episode hit something deep within my chest. It may be my heart, but I'm not sure. This episode is one of my favorite episodes. Has to be. I think it's a classic Odyssey episode, and I and I really like it, and I think it's a great episode, and I think you should go listen to it instead of keep listening to me talk about it. So <laughs> I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's one of my favorites. I think David Griffin's acting does bog it down a little bit, and it's not like a best perfect episode ever. So that's why I'm going to give it 4 out of 5 repeated adventures. Even though I've never used ratings in my life. It's a great episode. Go listen to it. It's available for free. 
on the official podcast, so you can go download it, and you can listen to it all the time. And that's what I've done. Thus we conclude an episode of the Out of Here podcast. Actually, it's unreal the fact that I am actually recording an episode of the Out of Here podcast. And yes, it's over an hour of recording, so the trailer was right. I will edit an hour-long recording down to 20 minutes. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope to return next week with another edition, so stay tuned. If I don't, eh, it was too good to be true. Until then, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Stay warm, and get used to it being dark at 5 o'clock in the evening. Oi, God bless, peace, and grace from our Lord Jesus Christ. The Other Hair Podcast is a production of Get Ross Ideas. This is a fan podcast. It is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by Focus on the Family. You can email us at getrolls.ideas at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kera Beratan for lending his voice. And I'm the French narrator at the end. Hope you'll join us for the next episode of The Other Hair Podcast. I'm not finished yet. I'm not finished yet. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you guys with my singing. Actually, if I keep singing long enough, I think everybody will turn off the podcast. Uh, Thank you for listening after the credits. So I'm going to give you guys who listen to the very end to this episode a head start on next week's review. I plan to do the probably the most idiotic and maybe the most brilliant move I've ever made in my life. And try to review album 73, 28 hours. Not the first episode, but all six episodes. So it's going to be kind of a big episode. I don't know. I'm ready for the review right now. Uh, It looks like it's going to be maybe two episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Maybe shorter, maybe longer. It would probably be 28 minutes. Count on it. And if it's not, if it's longer, I'll cut it down to 28 minutes. If it's shorter than 28 minutes, I'll leave dead space at the very end of the episode. Anyway, go listen to Album 73 right now, so that way you can get a head start on the next week's episode. Alright, anyway, until then, bye. Let's see. Uh, uh, here is my uh, trip to uh, New Jersey. This is my great aunt Ruth. This is me in a bull ring. This is me fighting the bull. This is me and the bull. This is me and the bull and I think this is that's his cousin. He's the same boo.